right, everybody. It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. We got ourselves a brand new episode of Garbage Time Points. I want to welcome you in. And uh, it's Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick, of course. I am Mike. Man to my left is Rick. Say hello, Rick. That is me. And, as always, guy who just burned a pizza and made it all smoky in this house, <laughs> Fredo. Say hello, Fredo. Hello. <laughs> we are coming to you as always from Fred House Studios, aka the spare bedroom in Fredo's house under the watchful eyes of these Muppets over here. I'm, I'm not even gonna say their names anymore. Sesame Street. Uh, you could get in contact with us if you'd like to follow us and let us know what you think. You can look for us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael Double Underscore Gaspar at Richard Underscore Reposa. At half zero, or just look for us on Facebook, search Garbage Time Points, and you'll see our little logo up there. Um, just to start off, I want to let you know that uh, this sexy voice is brought to you by my allergies right now. Um, so I thought you, it was very handsome. So if you hear, <laughs> if you hear me coughing and, uh, and uh, you know, whatever, that's just because of the allergies. So, you know, I'm sorry the sexy voice is going to stick around forever, but you get it for this episode, so... At least... That's just the way that it is. At least I could listen to it over and over <laughs> again. Episode number 20, <laughs> sexy voice. Marked. <laughs> it's Mike put you to sleep, Dave. Yeah, that's right. So, how was everybody's weekend, man? Everybody have a good weekend? It was good. Yeah. It was very good. Filled with fun and excitement? Uh, fun and a little bit of excitement. And a little bit of rain, which was nice. To have around here. Here in the valley. Here in the valley, of course. Getting, getting that, getting that uh, precipitation that we need. <laughs> Much badly. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that means. And, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm looking to knock this thing out and get home and watch me some People versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> the guilty pleasure The guilty all. pleasure. You know you're going to watch Divas. No, total, total Divas. Total. You know when it's on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so somebody watches it. I mean... I don't even know why I watch that show, man. It's Divas? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> the boobies? Yeah. I don't know. That show, I mean, People vs. O.J. Simpson, it is what it is, it's, man. It's terrible acting. It's cheesy script. Yeah. You can tell when it's oversaturated. And yeah. I mean, the thing is, we all know the ending of the story. And there's some things that we might not know that, you know, and so I guess... Uh, there, there was uh, in the last episode when Marsha got the tampons. Uh, the grocery clerk. What? Got, he yeah. really, he really did say that to her. Yeah. He really did tell the prosecution is going to have one hell of a, of a week. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, I, uh, so there are things that you don't know yeah. that are you know unless you have read the book. They but. had it. Uh, they had the little thing where they talked about how she, her, her, what was it? She thought it was her ex husband who released those nude photos of her, but mm -hmm. it turned out to actually be her mother-in-law. mother-in-law, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, I tweeted it out afterwards, and a couple <laughs> people buried it. But, uh, I don't know how many people went out and typed into their Google search bar, uh, Marsha Clark nude. I know I did. I was curious, man. Anytime they say that there's a nude photo, and Fredo's going to do it right now. Right now, we're going to get a good glimpse of it. So yeah, live on the air. That's something to look forward to, man. Getting into the world of sports, the NCAA, they put out their tournament brackets on Saturday. They had the selection show, which turned out 
not to be necessary because someone decided to leak the results 30 minutes early. Mm -hmm. And uh, CBS was very mad. It was a two-hour show, man. I mean, they said something where it took them 30 minutes just to hand out the first bracket. The first, uh, I believe it was the West. It took them 30 minutes into the show to release that. Then it took them a whole other hour just to get to the next side. This was this was put out 30 minutes before the show, and it killed the ratings. And what happened was, was they were going to do an hour originally. They're like, hey, how do we double it? Yeah. We double up, we go to two hours. Yeah. And it would have been fine. That, you know, they would have had everybody for those two hours. It would have been perfect for them. But it was actually an employee from CBS. As soon yeah. as they find out, that kid needs to get fired because that cost them a lot of money. A lot of money, A man. lot of money, man. And, you know, it's all about ratings and TV and... And you'd be kidding yourself if it wasn't about that, you know. They could have just gave, you know, everybody, you know, the bracket in the first 30 minutes and then, you know, broke it down the next. But they know that as soon as they would have gave the bracket, you know, it's done. And they had a monopoly on it. They were the only ones who had it. So it was somebody from CBS who leaked it. So it's all bad. I mean, once they find out that that person lost his job, I mean, it's... That's the world we live in now. Yeah. I mean, you killed it for a lot of people. You ruined a lot. I mean, a lot of people are happy about it. Like, hey, I got my early and I didn't have to watch that bullcrap for two hours. But at the same time, there was a lot of money and a lot of people's lives involved into it. And he took a lot of it out. It was a a long watch. And then, like, I was was kind of upset because I I wasn't even looking at Twitter at the time. So, I mean... I didn't even realize it. That it was already out? So then it was, it was there, and I was like, man, I wish I would have seen it, because then I got to sit through this stupid show, man. For two hours. Take, the only parts that are good when they reveal the bracket. Other than that, it was just Charles Barkley fumbling around and yeah. messing with the screen. and yeah. you know, it was just Pretending like they knew the what they talked about. And, then, and he's even admitted he never does any research, man. He just goes, Not even on the NBA, yeah, he, he says just, it. He just goes in there and watches games. Bullshit. And like, that's it, man. And he gets paid for it. Sir, Sir Charles. <laughs> so, so I looked at Marsha Kluke. Marsha Kluke nude. Marsha Clark nude. And uh, on March 9th, there was like a... A spike? Spike <laughs> Google, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, wait, I was curious, dude. They, yeah. they didn't show anything in the show. And you're just like, well, you had to look. You had to look. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-ta's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, man. So, um, I know here in the Valley, at least, for anybody who's, you know, not from here, everyone's pretty pumped up about Fresno State getting in. Yeah. Uh, I watched the game. It was awesome. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I mean, good for them, man. I mean, it's been since, what, 2001 since they made it into the years. tournament. What about Bakersfield, man? I, I was just about to get to them. <laughs> come and, on. Uh, why, why, why can't they be talked about first? Well, I mean, come yeah. on, man. We're playing, we're playing to the crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, before Fredo jumped in there, I was just about to get to the point that Cal State Bakersfield is also in the field of 64, and uh, they're not getting much love from around here, which, I mean, they drew Oklahoma in their first round game out of the West. So <laughs> Which is not good. It's not good. Not good at all. But you know, still good good for them, man. Two yeah. teams two teams representing the valley in the in the uh have a in, blast in the NCAA tourney. I mean, hey, that's that's awesome man. Should yeah. be fun. That's, yeah, should be lots of fun. Lots of um, fun. But they ain't getting no home court love. They they took them all the way across the country. Yeah. No 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 Bakersfield's out here in the West. Oh, they are? Yeah, and then uh, Fresno State's in the Midwest, so they'll be in Utah playing. Or is it Utah? Oh, no, Colorado, sorry. Sorry. But, 
So, did you... Okay, I, I mean, I'm guessing already from the reaction, you didn't have Bakersfield going very far. No, no, I had them and Fresno losing first round. Yeah, see, I actually... I didn't want to be that guy, but going <laughs> through and looking... I mean, I took him to the Sweet 16, and I can still change it, man. I mean, it's still got time to go through and change. No, Fresno State. Oh, okay. Fresno State, man. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I could always go through and change it again later, you know, just just in my my pre-bracket. I have them going to the Sweet 16 just and losing. tickling the idea. And I have no allegiance to Fresno State, dude. I've never claimed, yeah, no. I've never claimed to be like a it, Fresno it's State It's in your fan blood, man. Or anything like that. I'm just looking at the way that it worked out. I... Uh, they've played Utah tight before, and uh, I, I, I can't remember who I have them playing in the second round. But um, I don't know, man. You, you gotta you gotta pick those little uh, little sleepers every once in a while in the tournament. Try to get those points up. But uh, yeah, but eh, who knows? <laughs> like, I, like I said, yeah. it can always change. I even thought about changing as I made it. Like yeah. I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't. You're do just this. doing it just to see it, just to yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then one, once it's actually crunch time, you're gonna make the move. Yeah. Nah, I can't play like that. I made my picks. I went with them, and I'm done. Yeah. I, I did my. I literally did my my. Uh, my bracket in like 15, 20 minutes. Not like yeah. I just like, I beat you. I didn't intend. Not like I just randomly like <laughs> did. I just looked at. It, I was like, you know what? You know, yeah. this is from what I know. I didn't try to over, you know, uh, you know, overanalyze it. You know, I I'm not even gonna sit here and say I know a ton about college basketball. Oh, nobody. I, I mean, I think we've said that before. Yeah, like, we're not into college but, but, sports, but, but we do understand. We do yeah. know. We uh, like. We need to set up our uh, bracket for garbage time points. Nobody was willing to do it, man. Uh, not even for funsies. I was, I was. I we put it out there. <laughs> nobody said anything. Oh, Our okay. fans are lame. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. But. No, you're just kidding. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the thirty of you. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I figure we'll we'll tell everybody our final four right now. Uh, Rick, what do you got? Who do you have in the final four, man? Breaking it down, who who do you have? Uh, my final four, uh, I've got Kansas versus Oregon. I went one one right there, which you know you don't really see a lot of one seeds you know over, but I I like both of those teams. I think they're both playing hard right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I got West Virginia and Michigan State. I got West Virginia beating uh, what is it? Duke or North Carolina? I can't remember off the top of my head. I know it's one of those that, that they play. Uh-huh. Uh, I got oh no again. I got Oregon beat North Carolina, I believe, or something like that, or some shit like not that. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, no, I got West Virginia and Michigan State. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't never, you can never count out a Tom Izzo team in the tournament. I mean, how many Elite Eights and Final Fours and championships he's gone to? Virgin West Virginia. I know that their style isn't always necessarily tournament style because they're not a high-scoring team, but they just wear you down defensively and they mm-hmm. offensive rebound like a mother. So I just really like that team. Uh, yeah. I think they're going to grind out a lot of games where it's going to be low-scoring, and uh, I see them making it uh, past. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fredo, did, uh, do you know who you got? No, not yet. Hold on, let me bring it up. <laughs> I already know what you're gonna do. What? I already saw it. Um, I got Can- I got Kansas, Duke, uh, North Carolina, and Michigan State. Okay, and um, I decided to go uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, North Carolina, and Michigan State. Every- I mean, Michigan State's everybody's team right now. Uh, I believe them and Kansas are the best well-rounded teams in the ter- in the tournament. They both shoot the three ball well. Uh, they Play great defense. Uh, they have stars on their team. The, the, all the components that that you like to see in picking in picking your final four, they they have them. Veterans, Oklahoma, young guys. 
God, I hate you. Alright, at the GM meetings, the big topic was uh, streamlining the goalie equipment, which basically is a fancy word for saying they want to make the goalie equipment smaller and slimmer. Uh, that is good news because uh, the GMs and the NHLPA, the Players Association, are on the same page with each other when in doing that. Uh, Basically, it would be the chest pad and uh, the pants and then the, the goalie pads themselves, making them smaller. Uh, so basically, they have a better chance of getting ricochets off of them, getting past. So that means more goals, more scoring. That is going to be the big topic for these GM meetings is figuring out ways to make the games more exciting, more scoring. Uh, one other interesting one that I really, really like that I saw... Um, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, was the power play. Uh, now, at this point, if you get a power play and you score while you're on the power play, the uh, guy who committed the penalty comes out of the box uh, back onto the ice. They want to make it to where uh, they actually can, uh, they actually it. maintain the power play. Uh, so, I like North Carolina heading into it. And, uh, sorry, that's all you get for that. Uh, I like North Carolina going into it. I think they have a good team, but I think they're also very streaky. Like, you know, they're, they're going to have their moment during the tournament where they're down, and I think they're going to be down at the wrong time. And I think that time will be I think you're in the Final Four. The tournament. No. <laughs> uh, that time will be in the Final Four. Um, in the championship game, I have Kansas and Michigan State, and I have Michigan State winning it all by a total score of 62 to 57. Wow. That was uh, honestly like, really close to my original score. Uh, I have Kansas over Michigan State in my final. Wow. Uh, 73-65. What about you, Fredo? Uh, hold on. I got Kansas City over... Nope, I lied. I got Michigan State over Kansas City. Kansas? 74-70. to 70. Ooh, ooh. Kansas City out of nowhere. <laughs> Kansas City. Oh. <laughs> no, no, where did Ken the Kansas The Chiefs are <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> uh, so it looks like we all have the same yeah. final. I mean, it's they've they've um, I think they've like taken a poll or something like that. The majority of America is taking either Kansas or Michigan State to win this thing, which means that we're all going to be wrong. I thought I thought I thought it was a lot of North Carolina though. Nah, North Carolina got a little bit of love, just a little bit though. But mostly it's been Kansas and Michigan State that's been that's been uh, holding it down in people's brackets, man. So. That, so yeah, it's gonna be nobody. It's yeah. gonna be totally somebody. It's gonna be somebody. <laughs> it's gonna be some like, ten year old. I, could, some ten year old. Picking the right. Picking the right. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost, <laughs> look, a ten year old winning it. I, what? I like. I, I if if Michigan State doesn't win it, I'm a Rick Pickett right now. <laughs> if Michigan State doesn't win it, dude, I could totally see Oklahoma doing it just because they play that. At, you didn't even tempo. pick Oklahoma. <laughs> I know, I know, but in order for them to not win it, they'd have to beat them to get there. No, they're in the uh, they're in the Oregon bracket. They're in the West. Oregon beats them. I have Oregon beating them in the Final Four or in the Elite Eight. Yeah, they have to beat them to get there. I have Kansas, Oklahoma, not on the one side. Uh, UNC, Michigan State. There, they'd have to beat Michigan State to win it. So I can see them beating uh, Michigan State to win it. Like I can see them getting Oklahoma. There. Yes. Yeah, they would have to beat Kansas. No, I'm saying in, in the championship, I could see them beating Oklahoma. Maybe I didn't say it like that, but that's what I meant. I, I could see them beating Kansas. I should have said that, and then making it and then winning. Dude, like I don't know. I, I mean, what's his name? Buddy Hill. I mean, it's gonna be tough to stop for anybody, yeah, man. He's a score. Buddy So and that's what it is. I mean, that's that's a lot of the reason. Like a lot of people right now are saying that they don't know if uh, you know if Griffin's gonna be that number one overall guy is. Because of scoring, and Buddy Heal scores right now, and yeah. that's what the tournament's all about, guard play and scoring. Yeah. 
So, uh, I don't know, Rick's playing some <laughs> monk music or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what we have going for the tournament. Um, let us know what you have, man. Let us know if uh, you have anything sim- Tell similar us how to dumb what you we got. are. Yeah. Any of that, just nothing. a little bit of feedback, and we'll compare notes. And uh, we'll be posting ours up so there's no way out of it. You know, that way everybody will know either we're really good at guessing or we're really bad at guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's all yeah. about the guess. Yeah, that, that's all we're doing. That's all <laughs> that's anybody what I'm does. Doing. Even the even the the, pundits, the experts yeah. are just guessing. Um, on on what was it? Saturday we had a WWE Roadblock. It was Saturday, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was decent. Overall, it was, it was a it was a solid, you know, yeah. it was a solid for Saturday in between, like, in between Rumble leading up to WrestleMania, or at, in between Fastlane, I should say, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fastlane, and, you know, it was a nice little filler, you know? Yeah. Uh, that championship match, it was a great match, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Triple yeah. H and uh, a lot of good spots Dean Ambrose. In it. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the ending was a little sloppy to yeah. me. I mean, the whole foot under the rope that really didn't look like it was under the rope, but yeah. they, like... Adjusted the line on Raw to make it look like it was. And <laughs> well, they, they didn't even play it into the main story. It was like they were about to, and then Lesnar comes out. And then they bring back that Ambrose-Lesnar angle because they had already had the match set yeah. for WrestleMania when everybody was like, no, like Ambrose needs to get put into the main event as a triple threat and bring back yeah. Bray versus Lesnar. But it turns out that Bray has a back injury right now. Yeah, something like that. Well, that's why they say he couldn't wrestle at Roadblock, and it went from a two-on-one, and Bray didn't have any action, and it was all Luke, was because he's kind of nursing an injury right now. Well, uh, I thought another good match was actually the Divas title Mm -hmm. match. Uh, Natalya really kind of uh, stepped up and gave a good challenge. I mean, I'm I'm saying give a good challenge to Charlotte like it was for real, but, I mean, they went back and forth. It was was, a good match. It was was a solid match, yeah. I think she's always capable of having a good match if she has the right opponent who knows how to work And plus, they they did work together a lot at NXT, so I mean... She's more of a traditional wrestler, and these girls, they don't know how to, you know, actually get in the ring and do that. No, they just know how to scream. Yeah, they're there for looks and throw, like, wild forms, you know? Like, that's pretty much all they do. Uh, What else was there? The tag team title match, New Day, and... uh, League, League of Nations. Nations that, man, New Day is over big time. <laughs> like, I know that they don't want them to be face. They probably will have to turn them face, but it'll be kind of like the asshole face. You yeah. Because they, they're just so good at it, but everybody loves them. And man. they're trying to be healed. They're making fun of people, and it's yeah. just, it's just, it's, they're just over the top. It's yeah. Just, it just wants to start shaking that booty. That booty. Day yeah, <laughs> <New> rocks. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Fill, what filler matches? Uh, Jericho and um, Swagger. Yeah, that was yeah. just a filler match. Uh, I can't. Re- I can't really remember what else they had, man. I mean, it was other it, than that. Yeah, there wasn't anything too special about it. It was yeah. just another, you know. Oh yeah, well you already said that Brock and uh, Luke Harper. I guess it was basically it was supposed to be a two on one. No Bray Wyatt. Yeah, which is really disappointing because I mean, for a lot, for all, there's a lot of Bray Wyatt fans out there. And, I mean, the way they treat, the way they're, like, booking him and the way they have his story, it's disappointing because he could carry the show right now. And especially with all the injuries and all these guys that are out right now, he uh-huh. could be he could be carrying the ratings and carrying the show. I mean, and you have him with a, with a, a stable that nobody could touch with Strowman, uh, Rowan, and Harper. I mean, those four guys could literally dominate, but they're yeah. too hard on this authority angle yeah. that they're just not letting him – 
in order for Bray to flourish, they'd have to get rid of the authority. Yeah. You know, and that's why this next, you know, uh, <laughs> that's why this next Shane, you know, WrestleMania, Shane versus The Undertaker, I honestly really think that Shane could win him because they have to do something crazy with the storyline. The authority, they've been doing it for over three years now. They have to make a change. It's gone stale. And the only way to make title changes actually mean something is if, is if they get rid of the authority. Yeah. I don't see that happening anytime soon, man. I mean, they're not smart enough to do that. (laughs) It's obvious, you know. It's obvious the way they're doing everything. We'll see what happens. It's what, like, 19 days away from WrestleMania, and uh, it's not shaping up to look very good. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, NXT. What do you think about the the tag match they created, Usos against the Dudleys? It's like what the? F- I mean, they'll probably turn it into a tables match, is what it's looking like. But um, I mean, well, well, they already went. They already made Dudley's turn heel. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. I'm not, like I said, I'm not really too excited about the card. I'm more and, excited uh, for NXT. That yeah, night, NXT. That weekend. Well, I'm that disappointed Friday. that Neville did get hurt because I really think he was going to have a big spot <laughs> at WrestleMania. I think he was going to have a big spot, like maybe not necessarily a match. But he was going to have a big spot. I think he would have been in the Andre the Giant Memorial Rumble and like got thrown out after he did something. I don't think so. I think he was going to be part of that IC title. Nah, it's going to be one-on-one. We'll see what happens, though. There's still Now it's going to be one-on-one. Um, moving on from uh, our little fake world of wrestling. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, little bit of baseball for you. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, their top prospect, number one uh Prospect in all of baseball, Corey Seager. He tweaked his knee. He sprained it, and uh, oh no! The worry is right now that he might not be ready for opening day. They don't have very much depth at the position, so I mean, potentially that could be a big deal. We'll see. The season doesn't start till April third, so we'll see about that as it goes. And just to let you know, uh, in two weeks before the season starts, we'll be having our uh, 2016 MLB preview. Slash prediction show. We'll give you all our thoughts on uh, who we think is going to win the division, who who the wild card teams will be. Maybe we'll give some way too early MVP, rookie of the year votes. You yeah, know, we'll something. Just, we love just to talk. We guys. love to talk baseball. Yeah. So baseball. If you guys are, are are you know what they call them, lace heads or leather heads, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be talking <laughs> a lot. But there's one other thing that I, that happened in the baseball world that I'm definitely uh, keeping my eye on is it, the new rules with you know Barack Obama opening up trade with Cuba. He opened it up even more to the point where um, these Cuban players are going to be able to sign with teams without having to defect to America, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. a huge deal. Yep. Um, it's going to be, uh, I mean, it's going to be an influx of talent to an already really young great pool of talent in the MLB so it's a really really deep time really good time in the MLB really healthy farm systems right now so I mean when with this with all these Cubans coming over right now I mean you're gonna see some real stars coming up that you've never even heard we've never even heard of I mean even these guys that they get I mean the Puigs the Chapmans like they all have their little um, (sighs) reputations and stuff like that but I mean there's not really any film on them they Mm -hmm. just go off their reputation and the scout, the they come out, they, they put them on a field, yep. they let them rank a little bit, alright, we'll give them 30 million, you know, like, so now, let now, the bidding start. Yeah, now they'll be able to go there and actually 
look and see for themselves and not just go out and hand them huge contracts for and, no and reason. And then they'll, they'll be able to develop them even further because yeah. they won't have to feel the pressure of, of putting them in the major leagues right away. They could develop in them in the, in the farm system. And, I mean, these you know the Cuban players are already just incredibly skilled and athletic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... It's gonna be it's gonna be a yeah. good time in the game, and it'll be easy for them to see the way that the American game is played. I mean, they give Puig a lot of crap for his little antics and stuff like a- that. We've got to acclimate to America, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard an interview not too long ago with Dirk Nowitzki talking about coming from Germany as a twenty-year-old. Like, you know, I lived with he lived with his parents for his first twenty years coming over to America. You know, it's a complete culture change. Yeah, complete yeah. life change. So, so that is that is a big deal. That is a big deal. I'm sure we'll we'll uh, hear more about that next year, like when the or even the beginning of the year. It's going to be coming up, their, yeah. Uh, well, he Barack's already coming up within I think it's the next seven to ten days. Uh-huh. He's already going to Cuba for his diplomatic uh, talk with them over there, yeah. his diplomatic meeting. So uh, there's going to be a lot coming out within the next couple months that it was totally different, you know, five six months ago. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Something to look forward to. Uh, we're we're still in the middle of spring training, but yeah, two weeks we'll be doing our MLB show. You know, for the people. That beats for the people. Uh, moving on to some uh, NFL. It was a busy week. Uh, free agency, huge. It was huge. Uh, but before we, get I would into have that, to disagree with that. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> before we get into that, um, kind of a big deal was made yesterday. Uh, Jeff Miller, who is the NFL Vice President of Player and uh, Player Health and Safety, this is the first time it ever happened. Uh, he acknowledged the link between uh, CTE or concussions and football. Huge deal. Um, it's the first time, like I said, that uh, any league official has admitted it. Uh, Roger Goodell and and the rest of the higher ups they've done a pretty good job for the past couple of years of avoiding the, past the issue. Twenty years, <laughs> and, uh, they've never admitted any link between the two, and it kind of got like drug out of them, man. If you yeah. hear the interview and stuff like that, yeah. it just. The, I, I don't think he really meant to say it, but then once he said it, now the NFL is like, yes, we. I believe it was the senator who was the uh, yeah the Jeff senator. Miller, Jeff Miller, no, but the senator of of. Uh, that was that was um, at the House of Reps. Yeah, I was, was questioning him. him. Yeah, and she, like, everybody's like, "Man, that girl, she put it on yeah. him, and she got it out." She of turned him. the screws. She got it out of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've they've never actually come out and say it, but I mean, with all the new concussion protocols, that don't really. I mean, well, they've had. I'm one, sure they like to hear from them, but I mean, I, they've already acknowledged well, it with all had, the concussion protocol. Well, it's already had some backlash because. A lot of lawsuits are already using this against them and everything against Rydell. I mean, because they uh, they had um, a lack of knowledge, not for the you know they were basically turning a blind eye to to the research. They had the research and then they didn't do things about it before to enhance the safety. So yeah. they are actually liable for all the brain injuries before that point because they didn't have. All the information that they already had that they were providing to people saying, here, this is the possibility of what could happen playing our sport. Yeah. And they had the league to protect. They had all their, you know, their finances. And and the thing that I'm concerned about more than anything is the talent pool. Because you have a lot of mothers and a lot of parents that aren't, simply aren't going to let their kids play anymore. And there's going to be a lot of players that would be playing football that are going to be playing other sports. They're going to gravitate to basketball. They're going to gravitate to baseball. And, you know, I just talked, you know, just a couple minutes ago how 
the sport, you know, the future of baseball looks bright. That future doesn't look so bright in the NFL because of all these allegations. Yeah. And now that they are going to admit that CTE does have the correlation, now I think that there's a lot of studying that has to be done on the other side of it because, you know, although yes, 90 out of 94 brains that they that they that they have researched have CTE, but those were brains that had already had um, like they were already worried about them having CTE. It's not. It's not you play football, you're going to get CTE. Yeah. It's not that direct correlation. I think there's a lot of studies that have to go to it as far as even like studying the kids now who play Pop Warner all the way through, I mean, who have had contact all the way through. The thing is, is that I, I don't think it hurts the game, man. We've known this. They, they. I mean, we I haven't known these facts. That's the thing, but dude. Look the, at what we're seeing. 19 is, guys. Is that... Money talks, man. Nineteen and these, guys, and dude. Nineteen guys out of how many? But dude, out of how out of many, man? Five out of five and two thousand and ten, dude. Guys are leaving it. earlier already. They're already saying, "I don't," because the money is so abundant right now that yeah, they're making they can't so much money early. off their second so contract. If a, if a guy leaves early in his thirties, okay, he's still playing the but game. But even up until now, his 30s. even now, uh, and even now, you're gonna sit there and look like, "Whoa, look." Look at what NBA's doing. Look at what baseball money's doing. Look what all these other... There are, we can make money without killing our body. The thing yeah. that I always said, this was my own personal opinion. Uh, the thing that I always said that, had, that football had over anything else, over any other sport, is that it had 22 positions, offense, defense, plus special teams. And it was so specific and so cut down to where you could have a specific skill mm -hmm. and be really only good at one thing and still thrive in the NFL and still be somebody and still make a lot of money. I, and that's the one thing that the NFL had over any other sports. They had the positions to fill and then you could be kind of a one-trick pony and still be something in the NFL. Three, four years, five years, make some money and mm -hmm. walk out. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think that with a lot of, you know, that kind of guy, that kind of production is still going to be there. Those fringe guys, they're still going to be there. But those guys who are slamming their heads, those running backs, those skill guys, those, those defensive linemen, I think they're going to go to a different direction. I think that people care, but I just don't think that the people who play the game care. And there will always be people that will that play don't the game. Care. I, I agree with that. In. I, I agree with uh, that. Other sports are just as dangerous. MMA, boxing. Soccer, soccer is just as dangerous, and we're trying to say that people are going to leave football and go play <clears throat> soccer. But these these people are ending up with it. Who was it? Brandy Chastain just decided to donate her brain when she dies. Yeah, because they hit but each protocol. other. Yeah, they hit but each other. The and, the ball. Yeah, the ball had the force of getting you know the, doing the baseball heads apparently and, isn't a safe sport anymore. Getting, getting your legs taken out. No, they're getting all hit in the head the all ball. sports inherently Wrestling, dangerous. Wrestling, yeah. All sports are inherently dangerous, mm -hmm. of course. But, but right now, but right now, the NFL is so popular that they're going after it, and like I don't know, man, it just feels the like they are of going impact after it because the yeah. game is a collision sport. It's it's a hurt sport. Mm -hmm. It's just as much of a hurt sport as as MMA and boxing and, yeah. and everything like that. So I don't think it hurts it. It's just fresh. It's fresh in people's minds right now. All right. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I could understand that, but I still think there's a lot of talent. That's just. I mean, you even look at guys like. Uh, like Danny Cannell, he even openly talks about where he wasn't able to play football. His dad was a team doctor for mm -hmm. the Miami Dolphins, and his dad didn't let him play until his junior high school. I think that will be a lot of. Uh, uh, I think that will be a lot of the the 
the counter to not letting them play is, okay, maybe we won't let them not play, but maybe we won't let them play Pop Warner all the way. Maybe their first time yeah, playing Pop, I mean, be, Pop Warner is, is, is I, I, I mean... Pop, Maybe we just Pop make Warner, them play they're in Pop Warner, man. People are there. Let them play flag, man. Well, dude, I mean, you see those hit. We've seen those those they films. They glorify, man. Well, when we've seen the, we've seen those like little kids where they they yeah. hit and like. I mean, the kids are just down on the ground. I mean, it's They have it's shows disgusting. on TV now dedicated to it. It's disgusting. I mean, you can't even go to the MMA route where you see these two kids. One one kid's really coordinated and knows what he's doing, and they stick him out in this fight with this kid who, whose parents are forcing him out there to toughen him up. And the kid takes one whack at him, and he's on the ground, and yeah. he's done. I mean, yeah. it's you can't be doing that at that age. And yeah. I think that's where... A lot of this discussion has to be taken is is mainly in the kids. Like we know now that that brain trauma is bad. You know, concussions <laughs> equal bad. I think you know? we always knew that though. But before it was one of those things. You got your bell rung, you laugh it off, you walk it yeah. off, and you call yeah. it a day. Like I mean, you know, it wasn't to the point where it's like okay, like now you need to not do anything for the next week and mm. shut your day. Like we didn't have that. You went out there the next day once you were you know not yeah. busy. You were good. Uh, yeah. Can we go on to the next subject? My, I feel like I'm getting a concussion. You're getting a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> getting a concussion yeah. from the sound waves. So yeah, that's that's that man. Uh, that but that was a big deal. That's a big I don't think deal we should have went to the. the I don't think we should have changed subjects. You're a bitch, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was a big deal for the league, man. So I mean, uh, it's we'll a big see. deal. So what's going to be the end result? I don't think there's going to be an end result. There is no end result to it. Yeah. That's right. that's my thing. There Rick, is Rick no, says that people is, are going to leave the, the sport. I don't sign, think, sign the dotted lines knowing that you're going to get fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, you have to. It's going to be something they, where... But see, the thing, my, my whole thing is, is that, like I said, not right now it's being glorified. But these people that have signed up to play the sport, dude, they know what they were getting into, man. They've always known what they're getting into. And now you want to run back and you want to sue these people and tell them, hey, well, I didn't know that that was going to happen to me. Yes, mm-hmm. you did, man. You've seen you've seen the the, the all time greats come the back Muhammad and tell Ali, you the Muhammad the they, the biggest thing they for me tell is you, Muhammad they tell you their story they have rookie symposiums where these people sit down and they tell them their stories man like you know the end result there's 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 no way you play that type of sport throwing your body at each other and not know that there's going to be some some kind of consequences at the end but nobody who plays the game cares. Because they're making that chingle, chingle. But I think a lot of the time, too, <laughs> what happens is that when you're younger, you feel indestructible and you come back stronger. Of course. And, and as you get older... That's what I'm saying. When they get older, now these guys who, but before, who, who but before, stuff, But before, they were playing still until they were 33, 34, until the league yeah. kicked them out. Now they're walking away. They have, they're leaving yeah. money now on they the table. Can. Now it's there. Now they're making so much but, money. But that's what I'm saying. That... That the studies, this, all of this information, everything has already shown that it's changing but people's not, minds. But that not, it's making people... But not everybody is retiring from football early at an early age because of concussions. They're doing it because of everything. They are, yeah. They're looking at it like, I don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. And concussions but, is a but, huge part. But that's what we're talking Borland, about here. Borland, that's Borland what we're walked talking away about from here. concussion because of concussions at yeah. 23 years old. Okay, uh, Guys Borland. weren't doing that. Yeah. Guys weren't doing that yeah, before. But, but okay, that's, it's our, that's my point. He Guys has, are already he has making a, he, that He has an education from Stanford, dude, so it makes it easier for him to Guys walk away Guys are already making that leap. That's my point. They're already doing it. Okay, so he walked away for concussion. Two outs. Who else walked away because of concussions? Off the top of my head, I don't know, but 19 guys retired early okay. already. And, but we have people like B.J. Rogers going away and people trying to okay. associate him 
leaving the game because of concussions. No, that has nothing to do with it. He's leaving because of injuries to like his legs and stuff like that. Calvin Johnson's leaving because his body Okay, hurts. you say that he could... Okay, devil's advocate. He could be saying that to protect the shield, protect the game. Maybe he's not going to sit there and say because of concussions, but maybe that's an internal thought in his head. You, may, never, you don't know. Maybe, but I know you what know? they said... When but, they said it, dude, dude like it I'm going off is, of what they know? said. If it they don't want to tell is. us, if they don't want to tell us that, that's them. Yeah, but I mean, all I'm saying is that the stats were there before that. Guys would play until you kicked them out, until they didn't have a contract offer. Mm-hmm. Now guys are walking away, and in, it's been since. But not only because of concussions, dude. I'm not saying that's the only reason. But, but that's what making, we're talking about here. But, but you're it's trying making, to lump it. You're lumping it. But it's making the point of it. It's, no, it's you're not, it might not, them. It is because it might not just be concussions, but injuries are there. Before it was, I didn't care about injuries, but now the head, the, everything is part of it. It's all part of everything. And like you said, and like I agree. I just asked Kelvin Johnson if he retired because of concussions. Ask him on Twitter. I did. Um, ask him. Like you said, getting that second contract, the amount of money they make. It has a matter. lot to do with that. I'm you not, sa- I'm not saying it's either game, I'm not, not saying necessarily I'm not saying it's a 100% thing. I'm saying it has a lot to do with it. And the, the, the study showing parents, there's going to be a lot of concerned parents out there who are going to be that overreactive and are going to make those decisions for their kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're going to take them out of football. <sighs> I don't think that it hurts the game, but that's me, that's you, that's the way that it is. Um, people who are not retiring and they just signed in free agency. Let's start off with probably the biggest splash that happened. Uh, so big. Brock Osweiler, man. Got himself a four-year, $74 million contract. Um a guy that couldn't hold off Peyton Manning in the playoffs. One of the worst quarterbacks in history. Only threw only through for uh, 300 yards once in his seven starts, and that came in a loss. Uh, he cashed out. Why did he cash out? Because there's such a lack of quarterbacks in the NFL that he showed, I guess, a little bit of promise. So they overpaid. What is it? What is it like? Uh, Forty million guaranteed to this guy who had seven starts in his career. I mean, and even wow. the Broncos. He, he, rode, he rode the bench for three years before this. I like, mean, even the Broncos were willing to go up to what, like fifteen, sixteen million a year for the I guy? think they offered him twenty-three million. Uh, we, we'll, okay, they gave him the. Uh, they offered him. Uh, it was only three a change. Year, three it was years, forty-five million, and then they uh, they said twenty twenty-something million guaranteed off of that. And then here comes the Texans, desperate for a quarterback. They did what they did last year, making the playoffs with. Four different starting quarterbacks, one of them being Brandon Whedon, and figured that they could pay this guy forty million guaranteed, and it's going to have, you know, better results. We'll see what happens, man. He had the 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 little flash. Of course, he had they, they had that win at um, at, New at New England, and like I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But I mean, man, well, forty you, forty million dollars to a guy him, who started seven games. You give him DeAndre Hopkins, another free agent that they signed, Lamar Miller. They have a solid line. They have a solid they have that defense. They have the defense. I mean, yeah. the way they're figuring it is, we're not going to get the guy in, in the draft. Uh-huh. Maybe they don't. You know, they've already looked. I mean, that's a that's a big. How often does this work out, though, man? I that's mean, a big telling about Hackenberg, though. Yeah. They could have t- taken Hackenberg, and they still they still can't. I mean, they could still take him in like the second, third round. But I mean, what does that say? I mean, what does that say about the state of playing quarterback in the NFL? And what does that? There's not like, a lot of good ones. And like I said. This doesn't work out that often. I mean, you have your Matt Castles, your Matt Flynn's, 
Uh, I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> that's it, man. I mean, Rob Johnson. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm going way back. Eric Kramer. Yeah, Jeff George. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It, I I don't think this this is gonna work out in the end for the Texans, man. I mean, I I like the move as far as you know what you got to do something because, yeah. like I said, they had the defense. They have Hopkins. They went out and they obviously targeted Lamar Miller. He they was, he they was got like, rid of Fitzpatrick. Like they, they would have held on to Fitzpatrick, they probably would have been better off. I, but I mean, Fitzpatrick wasn't Fitzpatrick. That, exactly, that, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's admiration. Yeah, that, yeah. That's not. That's not Fitzpatrick. But, he, but Fitzpatrick has proven that he could start games but and even, win but, in other but, places. But look at but look at even the Jets. Even the Jets are like, dude, like we don't. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. think that's you. Like, and there's a reason that they that the Broncos traded for on him. for Sanchez because they were talking about him possibly getting. Uh, or talking about Elway going after Fitzpatrick, but well, they already said even two days ago, up until two days ago, that they that they don't think he's worth the money that yeah. he's asking for. So I mean, I mean they he's went a turnover machine. I think, man, I think because Bill O'Brien did such a good job with this team, man. I think that if this doesn't work out, this costs him his job. Of course it does, and he knows that. But he's. He's and, if bank- he, and if he was willing to be, and I don't put it on him. But he's banking that any yeah. other quarterback that he had would have lost yeah. him his job anyways. I, I don't, I don't put that on him, man. I, I mean, I put that on a uh, 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 Rick Smith, their GM, man. Like this is his move because he's he's the one on the hot seat right now because he can't find a quarterback. Well, I mean, but look at it too. Like, but Bill O'Brien has to sign off on it because the whole yeah. reason why they brought O'Brien is because he's supposedly the mm-hmm. quarterback guru. And Bill O'Brien's just saying like, okay, well he's got to be better than. Uh, All these rookies and Hoyer, and I mean, you know, we might as well, you know, they kind of have the same formula as Denver, if you think about it, they got the the same style defense, Mm -hmm. they have the star receiver, they have another young receiver who's a a great possession guy, and now you have the the solid offensive line, and you got the running game now with Lamar, because I like Alfred Blue in the backup role, I like Mm -hmm. him as, you know, a change of pace back, a bruiser, He's yeah. a big guy. He'll, you know, he gets you the, the tough yards. Mm-hmm. You know, Lamar Miller. He's going to be their their workhorse because they they run a workhorse style offense. Yeah, and he can pull that workload. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Lamar Miller, like you said, he also signed with the Texans. Uh, it was a four year, twenty six million dollar contract. Uh, he fills the hole that was left by Arian Foster when they let him go. Like you said, they're going to pair him up with Alfred Blue in the bag, Jonathan Grimes, whoever routes, but. They're hoping that what he did in short spurts in Miami, he takes over there and does consistently. But even when he got 20 carries, you know, in the few games that he did, he he had very productive games. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had, dude, yeah, he had productive games, but, I mean, he, you know, gets hurt. He gets nicked up. Like He's a smaller guy. Yeah, you know, and they didn't give him a lot of money. You know, four years, $26 million, They could get out of it. Four, running back like at, like, 25, years. 26 yeah. years old. I think he's, like, 24 right now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they didn't really... Go way out for him, but I mean, they they picked him up. He's shown, like I said, he has the flashes Home that, that like you look at him, you're like, man, this guy could be really, really good. And then he gives you a stinker, and then he like messes up his hamstring or messes up his ankle, and it's just that's just been Lamar Miller. That's the reason why the the, the Dolphins were so willing to let him go is because of that. Um, another running back who signed a deal this week, uh, Matt Forte, he signed with the Jets. Uh, I know you like that move, Rick, don't I, you? I like the move. Uh, I mean, he's not obviously the three-down, 20-guy, carry-a-guy game that, that you want, uh, you know, that he was, you know, two years ago. But, 
in that offense, they've obviously shown that, A, they're going to run the ball a ton, and, B, they like to give their ball their guys the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's going to be the quarterback? Even if it's Geno Smith, that's even better for Matt Forte because they're going to focus on the run, and they're going to check down a lot. So, yeah. I mean, you know, win-win for me as far as the Matt Forte department. Yeah. I was hoping he was going to go to New England. That was my next best, and that was the next best destination. Uh, there was a lot of talk about, uh, what was it, uh, Jacksonville? No, no, uh, who's Adam Gase coaching right now? Miami. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about him going to Miami, which I'm glad uh, he didn't go to Miami. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that would have been bad for him. Yeah, so. that weather plus him down there, man, it probably wouldn't have been a very good combination. No. Um, the Giants signed the number one uh, available Cornerback on everybody's uh, board out there, Janoris Jenkins. Um, I don't have his numbers off the top of my head. I just wrote them down. Uh, the Lions signed Marvin Jones, I guess, to try to replace Calvin Johnson. Uh, there was, I mean, it, wide receiver wise, there wasn't much out there, and these guys made out. Marvin Jones made out with the with the Lions. Mohamed Sanu, I believe, got something like thirteen, fourteen million guaranteed from the Falcons. Yeah. So he goes there. Um, I like Sunu though. I mean, of course he's always yeah, benefited. But, I mean, from is he a fourteen? Is he no, a fourteen no, million yeah. guaranteed? Uh, I mean, yeah, but yeah. he's gonna be he's he's gonna get single coverage. Of course, he's on the other he's, side of Julio. Julio. I mean, he's he, he's had some good piece played on the opposite side of AJ yeah. and now Julio. So. It's on it's on Matt Ryan. Is what yeah. is basically what they're saying. Now. Pretty we much. We got you him. Yeah. You have uh, Freeman, uh, Julio. You have Freeman. Coleman. They like Justin Hardy. We'll see what happens from there with them. Uh, Doug Martin, he signed a five-year, $35 million contract to remain with the Bucks. There was a lot of talk that uh, the Raiders were in on him, but in the end, the Buccaneers bring him back. Doug Bucks. Um, Travis Benjamin, a uh, guy who could really stretch the field and made a name for himself last year in Cleveland. Uh, he's going to San Diego to catch passes from Phillip Rivers, and, that, and you know that's a good move him, Kenyon Allen down there. They brought back uh, Antonio Gates. So, I mean, I think the Chargers are kind of on their way down, but this is kind of like their last little grasp at trying to be a contender. Well, for me, I don't even think it's really that because they get rid of Weddle and they don't really do anything like crazy on free agency. Yeah. I think for me, all it really is right now is they're just trying to remain competitive while they're in flux about their whole playing situation because they want to get out of San Diego. But if San Diego gives them that stadium, they'll, they'll gladly stay and then they'll create a contender next year and they'll go from there. But I don't think they want to put a lot of money into a basically a lame duck team because either way they're going to stay and move into a new stadium or they're going to go to L.A. and it's going to be a whole brand new team anyway. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think for right now they're just trying to be – Keep their fan base like, hey, we're competitive, like kind of that smoke screen, but really not spend as much money as they. Yeah. Pro- I mean, they let, let Darius Green go. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that's not a good move, yeah. in, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I think that uh, the thing I got out of it was, uh, I really thought that he was going to go back to Cleveland and work with Hugh Jackson. Like, I thought Hugh Jackson was going to be this like big thing that brought these guys in because everyone talks highly about Hugh Jackson. Everybody wants to play for him. Oh, he's an innovator yeah. on offense, this yeah. and that. He could have been used exactly how he used Denarius Moore when he was uh, when he was in Oakland, but he's leaving. Uh, no no free agents are willing to go sign with him. They lost Gibson on the defense. Yeah, Schwartz Tayshaun, on the offensive line. Alex Mack. Alex Mack. Uh, basically, what I kind of think they're doing is they're cleaning house. I mean, yeah, they could be. I mean, they're sitting there pretending like, oh, Cause, I cause, Okay, because, yeah, Travis Benjamin, he was he, he's he's not a Ray Farmer guy. Yeah. 
Uh, I, think, there I, just before. Think, yeah, I just think they're cleaning house. Well, Farmer isn't even there. It's uh, the the fucking. Uh, oh yeah, it's Moneyball. Yeah, Mike or Mitchie or whatever the heck his name yeah, is. I can't remember his name. But, uh, but yeah, him Deep and Dog Deepadesta. Yeah. So I think they're just trying to get on the same page. I mean, you know, they they probably have their game plan. They probably <laughs> looked at their roster and were like, man, we can't compete anyways. Like, yeah. let's just go into next year's draft. Like. Let's just do this. We'll draft, you know, we'll we'll draft our players in this draft, and they. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to kind of do the Reggie McKenzie way. Uh, if you look at, if, I mean, you remember the Reggie, how Reggie, how Reggie did it. He purged all those. Yeah, guys. but they're not trying to spend money. He had to get rid of money in order to be able to spend money. The way that they're setting themselves up is that they don't want to do that. They want to use all the analytics and everything. Well, because they to were over, the cheapest team as possible. Over, they were over on cap. They're going to field the cheapest team possible. Yeah, but they, I think they want to do because that because there's even an when un- they have there's money. an under cap. They have they have to spend a certain amount. Of yeah, money. yeah. So they're going to stay at that. As to where the Raiders were just doing what they had to do because in order to get to become a team that allowed them to spend the money spend to money. be competitive. Exactly, but what they're going to do is they're going to stay at that bottom cap. Like yeah. whatever the minimum they're going to spend, they're going to spend. But they're going to next year build the way the Raiders. Built. This ain't Oakland, Paul D. Podesta. And but when you, I say Oakland, I'm not talking about the Raiders. I'm talking about the A's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of see what they're doing, though. I, yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, this is going to sound really stupid, but, I mean, it, it's kind of that same technique you do when you when you play Madden, when you take over that shitty team. Like, you just get rid of everybody because by that time, the morale's down, blah, blah, blah. So you just get rid of I don't know. I play that shit on Rookie and make everybody a 99. <laughs> 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 uh, moving on, um... The Giants, uh, they signed uh, defensive end uh, Olivier Vernon. It was a huge contract. The, uh, the the Dolphins had a transition tag on him, which would have netted them a second-round draft pick to anybody who decided to sign him. But they, for some reason, decided to lift it, and the Giants swooped in and gave this guy a five-year, $85 million contract, $52.6 million guaranteed to play defensive end with the Giants. are going to pair him up with... Jason Pierre-Paul, and go from there with him, man. Uh, today, the Ravens made some moves. Early in the morning, they signed free agent safety Eric Weddle. Uh, I mean, Eric Weddle, once upon a time, and maybe still has a little bit left in him, but was one of the top safeties in the league. Um, injuries have kind of derailed his career a little bit. But he gets a chance to go to, to Baltimore and continue playing. Ozzie Newsom, known to put together some good teams. So we'll see what happens there. And on the offensive side of the ball, I'm sure one of our listeners, if he listens to the show still, uh, is going to be happy to know that Mike Wallace signed a two-year <laughs> deal to play with the Ravens. Uh, Fredo showed us something earlier where he said uh, all he needed was an elite quarterback. He's got, I mean, okay, the past two years he played with uh, – uh, Tanny Hill, he played with um, Teddy Bridgewater, and now he's he's going to find himself with a quarterback who suits his strengths because Mike Wallace is a one-trick pony, and that trick is running straight and running faster than anybody else to, to a ball that is thrown 70 yards downfield, and he has a quarterback who could do that with ease now. It could be uh, reminiscent of his... When he had 11, what was 11, 12 straight games of, uh, of 100 yards plus with yep. Big Ben. Yeah. Um, you could be seeing shades of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, if he still has it. If yeah. he still has it. He still it, has right? the speed, but yeah. I don't think he has the desire to play. Yeah. He got, he got his money, and now yeah. he's just chilling. Yeah. I don't think he's got it. You yeah. Know? Uh, earlier in the week, the Dolphins 
made an effort to sign C.J. Anderson, but he was under the transition tag as well. And the Broncos have decided to match that. They came out today and said that they will keep him. And I believe it was what, like... Four years, 18 million. Yeah, four years, 18 million. So, C.J. Anderson will be staying with the Broncos. Um, in a move that I'm going to be calling my under-the-radar move, uh, the Eagles signed a three-year deal with Chase Daniel. Um, he knows Doug Peterson's offense. Yes, the Eagles just signed... And they basically gave him the same amount of money yeah, as Bradford. They, they gave him, yeah, like you said, basically the same amount as, as a Sam Bradford. Um... But Bradford's contract is so front-loaded that they could just wipe their hands with him after, after, this, year. after this year. He's kind of, he, I think he's kind of the the guy in waiting right now for them. Um, he, he was always that. He, I mean, he could turn out to be another like one of those, Another one of those guys. To me, he's you know? Jay Feely. I don't yeah. know if you remember Jay Feely from the Eagles yeah. originally. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, who, who knows, man? I mean... You look at this guy when he's playing in the preseason with the Chiefs, and he just looked good every t- every single time he got I out there. I liked him out of Missouri. Yeah. I mean, he led the team to what? Uh, was it the Cotton Bowl or something that yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. He has the tools, man. It's just, you know, he needed the shot, and he kind of got st- – I mean, obviously he comes out and he's stuck behind Drew Brees. And then he goes to Kansas City and Alex he's Smith, stuck, but those stuck are two behind great guys Smith. to learn under, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was really nowhere to go from there. So he gets away. Now he's waiting behind Sam Bradford. It's all up to Sam Bradford to perform because if he doesn't perform, I think Chase Daniel steps right in there. They have yep. tools right there in Philadelphia ready for him to to use. I I mean they they have a good thing going, man. I think I mean they, they had a good thing in place. I know Chip Kelly gets a lot of grief for uh, what he did, but they still had a competitive he left the team. Matthews and Aguilar, two really yeah. nice receivers. Yeah. to look forward. To. So they have they have some stuff. Not to mention uh, Zach Ertz, but he didn't draft Ertz. Yeah, well, I mean, but he's still there. I'm just saying he's he's there. Um, and, uh, another, another, my, my second under the radar move, Ladarius Green, uh, it didn't, I mean, I mean, I liked him there because of, uh, because Heath Miller is gone, but now I like him even more because, and moving on, it'll help because Martavis Bryant found out this week that he will be suspended for a year without pay for violating the league's substance abuse program, uh, if you pay attention to the NFL, you know that he missed the first four games of the year because he was suspended. He was caught with weed, I believe it was. Smoking marijuana. He, he smokes. He smokes marijuana. Yeah. So um, he don't like that noise. He don't like the fake shit. Yeah. He uh. He keeps he it got, real. He got popped, and he's gonna be out for the year. He he said that he was gonna appeal it, and then. Yesterday he said, "Well, I don't think there's any use trying to appeal this because he got popped. He got caught. It's just one of those things, too. It's like." The first time you get caught, it, it sucks because they tell you when you're going to get tested and for what. So you, it's like you're dumb if you do get caught. Like They make it impossible for you to be in it the first time. And once you're in the system, it's over. Yeah. Like, you know they don't do they don't it, it, they don't bend over backwards for you like you're in and and he fucked up the first time yeah you know, and, and so to be by being in the system in general yeah it's a shame man that talent just was the fourteen yeah. touchdowns in two years yep when the you know the rest of the league and he was yeah, looking and, unstoppable last year when he came back man he's just looking like one of those guys kind of like a like a Josh Gordon you know but you know he's he's like a Josh Gordon in the fact that he's just a fuck up. That's just what they do, man. That's what they do. That's what they do. 
But um, Josh Gordon, they're already saying he's... He said he could come back. We'll see he's what got his head on his shoulders, and he's been doing the right things yeah. and working out with Randy Moss. I read those same reports about Justin Blackman, and then what do you know? Justin Blackman did Justin Blackman things. Uh, I didn't read those reports. <laughs> I did. I did. Everyone said he was giving it together. They said he got a little thick, and thick around the waist. But they said that he was back on the right tra- uh, track. And like, he was on the right track. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's just what they do, man. I'm not counting on Josh Gordon, and I'm not counting on Martavis Bryant anymore. So, talent wasted, man. Um, today, blockbuster, I guess you can call it a blockbuster trade. Oh, the Patriots doing what the Patriots do, trading away defensive linemen that are in their prime, I guess. Um, Dude. They trade Chandler Jones, who I believe had, what, 12 and a, 12 and a half sacks this past season? Uh, they trade him away to the Cardinals for guard Jonathan Cooper, who was a first-round pick but failed to get onto the field, and a second-round pick. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I man. hate this fucking trade. I'm going to be the only motherfucker who says it because all everybody is... Oh, it was the Patriot way. And Belichick, we trust you. You know what? Who am I to sit there and second-guess Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick knows better than me. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. You know, they're looking for the future. Yes, it's a two-for-one. Yes, you get Jonathan Cooper. Yes, you get a second-round pick. But you know what? Fuck that. In a league where defensive end pass rushing, young pass rushing defensive ends are at a premium, uh, uh, you don't just give them away for this. It's the stupidest move that he has ever fucking made I hate this move. I hate people trying to justify the move. Oh, they have to sign. Bull fucking shit. The cap's going up. He's a cap conscious guy. All those other guys aren't going to be big fucking signings. The only guy I see is Jamie Collins. You can let Dante Hightower walk away. You can let Malcolm Butler walk away. They're not... They're not... Changing talents. They're not defensive changing talents like this guy has the potential to be. He's improved on his run defense. He's improved in his hands, his technique, his skill. And he's improving every year in his sacks. 12 and a half last year. And he did it in big moments. Look at what he did mm-hmm. coming off of that. You know, mm-hmm. Look, everybody's going to put it on, oh, that whole situation with the smoking. and uh, No, the guy is a model. He's a, uh, a model team uh, player. He... Is a team leader. He's a captain. It's bullshit. It was a bullshit trade. It was a preemptive trade. I get it. I understand the trade. Uh, the rational person in me is like, yes, I understand it. But it was the stupidest trade that they have made in the last 15 years. It was the dumbest move that they've made. I hate it. I disagree with it. I will sit there and say that. I don't care. Well, we have it on tape now. If I hate it. If, I John, if, John, hate if Jonathan way. Cooper turns out to be at all uh, uh, the Pro Bowl type guard that everybody was projecting him to be. And, and he very well could because they're bringing Kaveki back. You know, he's a Hall of Fame uh, uh, offensive line coach. And, mm-hmm. and, and Yeah, great. But they could have gotten Jonathan <laughs> Cooper for a third or a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. And they could have mm-hmm. drafted a guy in those and, and, and been the same fucking guy. Like, yeah. he's mm-hmm. Cooper well, isn't that first round pick. I think they were just concerned about not having the first round pick after the flake gate. So but I that's mean, bullshit. It all mm-hmm. adds in. It's ridiculous. And, it's a stupid move. And uh, just minutes before we came on to record... Uh, they signed his replacement, uh, Chris Long, who is pretty much towards the end of his career and uh, injury prone, and who knows about what production he's is going down. Yeah. I mean, it's 
I mean, but yes. I mean, that's that's. that's I like the, the I do. like the move to 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 compensate for what they lost. Mm-hmm. It's not obviously going to be the same thing, but yeah. I mean, you know, okay, it's a it's a move that coincides. They basically did a three for one. Yeah. They have long. The and we're second. talking, but we're talking about a guy who was a three four in man. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? He's going to be expected to try to step into that. That uh, that three technique. That well, they uh, play a hybrid. They they do all yeah, kinds I know, of different but things. But he's gonna have to try to do what Chandler Jones does, and I don't see him being as as athletic well, as Chandler. I Jones. don't think they're gonna have him do it, Chandler. I think that's gonna have to be Ninkovich off the other side because it's gonna be have to be shared, and then Malcolm Brown in the middle. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see, man. Right now, Rick hates it. Uh, I, I know, hate it. I know, like you said, a lot of. Patriot Nation is uh, okay with it, I guess. They're okay with the move. In Belichick, we trust. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to trust Bill Belichick. I'm going to Rick Picker right now. I'm going to trust Bill Belichick. Yeah. And I'm going to go with it. But you know what? I hate it right now. Yeah. No me gusta. <laughs> I hate it, dude. Oh, my God, dude. I saw it and I was like, Chan, like, dude, the game changer. Like, him and Collins. I, I'll, I'll agree. Dude. I, Collins, for me, is there. But Dante Howard is just as injury prone as Chandler Jones is at this point, and Dante Hightower is 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 a one dimensional middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. He he can't cover. Mm-hmm. He he's a thumper. He plays the run like a mother. But you can get that in the second round. In this this has a really good. This well, is well now a, they have two chances to get one in the second. round. But this is a de- this is a deep defensive draft. Yeah. No, I think that's why they were comfortable making that move. Now they got two second round picks. It's, I mean, like you said, in Belichick we trust, man. In Belichick we trust. Who am I? You know, amateur expert, GTP, Mike and Ray. Uh, Moving on on to some NBA before we wrap things up here. uh, First of all, just want to put it out there that yours truly won the uh, about time Fanduel challenge. This is my second time winning. Yeah, saying about time. Um, Fredo. He jumped out to a huge lead. He was feeling huge. really good about hey, it. Hey, oh. man, you guys buttered me up. Hey, no, hey, <laughs> the funny thing when he was sitting there, why don't you look at my score on the national level? Yeah. <laughs> I think I could compete with the big boy. Yeah, he was like half of what they have. I mean, I was worried about it, but then I went in at halftime and I gave a passionate speech and... Next thing you know, my team just—they just came roaring. Who was the all-star? Back. That Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the all-star. Yeah, Chris one? Paul. I said I needed a sixty burger from him. I think he ended up giving me like fifty-three, so it was close. Um, I'll also say that 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 same team, uh, I entered it into a one-dollar game and won two dollars off. Oh, three dollars off for them. So uh, they were a feisty bunch, and they allowed me to win, and which upped our record to seven and two against the field. We will be doing it again this Friday. Sign up. Tell your friends. Let's do this. FanDuel, NBA, see if you can beat us. The amateur experts versus the jabronis. That's so you guys. So far, you guys have it. So far, yeah. we're, we're smashing yeah. right now. And it, it, I mean, that's only going to be three of us versus however many, many of you sign up. We've had as many as four sign up. And you can't man. beat us. You can't beat us. So give it a try. Give it a try. Tell your friends. Let's do, do this. Do it. Um, not much happened aside from the games this week, so, uh, just a quick Golden State, uh, uh update, according to the, uh, to the nerds, Golden State has a 46% chance of surpassing the, uh, 96 Bulls record of wins in the season. What's up? Uh, they need to go 13-3. Right, yeah, right now they are, uh, 60 and 6, yeah. and, uh, I mean... What more could be said about this team anymore, man? I mean, we're just 
that they have to finish it. Yeah. To me, the way all that has to be said is they have to a get the record and then b get the championship. Yeah, I mean so, that's those are the two things. It like, don't matter if you don't win the last game of the season, yep, boys. Yep. yep. I mean it, it has to happen yep. at this point because they've gone too far. They've been too dominant for too long. But the thing is. Is they play San Antonio three times after the yeah. season? Yeah. But I think I think Pop is that kind of guy to just give. Not it gonna to play him. him. Yep. Not he's gonna just, play. He's him. just gonna give it to him. You take your record. I want. I want that. in the postseason. Yep. I want yep. that ring at yep. the end. We'll and, and if you're Golden State, you have to go for it at this yeah. point. Yeah. You have to go for it. Yeah. You can't rest your guys. No. There. You no. you made that mission since yep. the beginning. Now you have to finish been, it. And they've been openly talking openly about talking it. Openly talking about it. Hasn't it hasn't been like, well, if it happens, it happens. It's been like, yeah, we, we want that it. shit. Yeah. So they put that on their back and like, I think it's probably going to happen, but I think in the long run, it's not going to be good for dude, them. Dude, they could get 75 wins, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way they're playing. Yeah. And they're, I mean, who who's out right now? Iguodala. Iguodala is hurt right now, right? Uh, I think he's, I think he's out right now. Yeah, yeah, he's out. So, and they're trying to kind of say a little bit, you know, we're resting up for the postseason, but no, you're not. No, you're not. You're going for it. But the thing is, for most of the first half of the season, they weren't even playing four quarters. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that wasn't because they were resting their guys on purpose. That's because they were just smashing everybody. Out. They were they weren't they weren't playing the yeah. fourth quarter. For so most I mean, of these games. they were playing the four quarters worth of a game in three quarters. You know? <laughs> so it wasn't like you know that they weren't they were scoring like 121 points. You know, so <laughs> it didn't really matter. Um... Kanye West is dipping his toe into a new <laughs> type of field. Um, he sent out a tweet asking Steve Ballmer, the uh, owner of the Clippers, if he could redesign their mascot. The The Clippers rolled out their newest mascot last month, <laughs> Chuck the Condor. Goofy-ass uh, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he got a mixed reaction. But, I mean, it's a it's a... It's a damn mascot. Looks you know, like, like he's the. Looks like he was like, uh, from one of those generic coloring books that you got from like it, a pizza or something looks, like it, that as a kid. It looks like kindergarten Mike was asked to make a toucan using <laughs> <laughs> like whatever clay he could get his hand on, it's and he just slapped it together and smoothed it over. And the color yeah. of it is so weird looking. Yeah. Like it's. Oh I think God. Steve Ballmer like. Made the condor look like him. The condor. <laughs> it looks like him. Yeah. Model him off of me. Okay, he's a little farmer. Yeah. So, like, so Kanye, you know, he's the greatest producer, rapper, father, sous chef, race sous car chef? driver. And I Terminator. Furniture maker. The greatest furniture maker. Ikea told him so. And now he wants to be the greatest mascot designer that ever walked this earth. And Steve Ballmer answered him and said that he was willing to meet up and have dinner. I got with a prediction him. of what it's going to be. I got two options. All right, let's see. Let's see one of them is going to be either Kim Kardashian's ass. Uh huh. That's a good one. I'd look at that one. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be a finger. <laughs> <laughs> what about a finger going in? <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Fingers in the booty ass bitch. Oh, shit. So, yeah. That's something for all you Clipper fans to look forward to. Is well, a design. He's going to be wearing like a, a burlap sack with holes in it, and he's going to call it fashion. And so. you, know what, you know what? He's never going to live that day. No, 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 like, no, no. He got, he got shredded by yeah. her, dude. Finger I'll, in the booty I'll, ass I'll, bitch. I'll always, I'll, always be, I'll always be like, yeah, college dropout, man. That was hot. 
Because, dude, we're all really big Kanye fans, you yeah. know? I mean, uh, he's a great artist, you know? But, damn, dude. <laughs> I wasn't to a graduation yeah. after that, I don't care. Finger much. in the booty ass yeah. bitch. Amber Rose. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> hey, did you see that rant? I can't remember whose party it was, but he just took over the mic. He's like, I'm not a fan. Nobody's ever fingered my booty. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> ever. I ain't down for that shit. Like, he, like, he's really, like, even, like, months after, just trying to make it a point, like, I don't like fingers on my ass. It's like, yeah. dude, dog. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> Should have just ignored it. <laughs> All right, so some games to look forward to this week before we wrap it up. Uh, on Wednesday, we have the Thunder and the Celtics on ESPN. That's going to be, uh, that's gonna be that's a good gonna be game. A uh, you got the Mavericks at the Cavs, the Bulls at the Wizards, Hawks at the Pistons, the Clippers and Rockets will be Hawks. after the Thunder and Celtics on ESPN, and Knicks at the Warriors. On Thursday, you have the Raptors at the Pacers, the Hornets at the Heat, and on NBA TV, you have the Blazers at the Spurs. On Friday, the day we'll be doing our FanDuel Challenge, we have the Celtics at the Raptors and the Warriors at the Mavericks. On Saturday, got the Thunder at the Pacers, the Rockets at the Hawks, the Cavs at the Heat, Jazz at the Bulls, Clippers at the Grizzlies, and on the Saturday primetime game, you got the Warriors at the Spurs. On Sunday, Blazers at the Mavericks, and on Monday, the Wizards at the Hawks, the Warriors at the Timberwolves. A lot of basketball going on. You got the NBA, you got the uh, uh, six, uh, the, the tournament going on. Just a whole, whole bunch of basketball going on. You got NASCAR going? Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some people turning mm-hmm. left next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. I believe we have a question before we wrap up here. So Fredo wants to give that to us. Yes, we got a question from Manuel. He asks, uh, with who the Raiders have signed in free agency, who do you see them drafting? Uh, I, I don't s- know. I, I see, <laughs> I see uh, who uh, cares. Uh, no, I, look, I mean, we can give you an answer, man. I mean... Were they look? Were, were there rumors of them looking at offensive line during the dra- during the draft with their first pick? They have number fourteen. Yes. Were there talks of a, a linebacker? Line. Yes. Were there talks of a safety? Yes. But I don't think there's going to be anybody there worth taking at fourteen. I'm telling you right now, if Ezekiel Elliott falls to number fourteen, which he won't, which he could, which, he which I don't think so, but he could. He's, he's getting but dropped. He he's does, taking four by the Cowboys. But if he does. I could see the Raiders taking him. Other than that, I don't know right now because I, I think that the Raiders have put themselves in a position to where they could just take best player available and go from there. They could even if 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 Laquan Treadwell no they would do still that. there. I think they would man. No. Pair him up with 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 fucking oh dude with Cooper on the other side that'd be sick. Uh, they still have they still have Crabtree for two years. They just brought back Holmes. They have uh, Seth Roberts. I mean I think they like what they have on offense going right now. Right now they're in the best player. Available position, man, and that, and and as a fan, you gotta like that. You gotta like the fact that you can just say, "Hey, whoever the best player on the board is, that's who they should take." Unless it's like a quarterback, you know, because they already got that locked up in there. Sure, no. So but Ezekiel, uh, it's not gonna be. He's gonna be taken yeah. four by the Cowboys. I think so too, but you know, I'm just saying, if he falls back, I'm just being a fan. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Hope hope we uh, answered your question. Which we didn't. Um, but <laughs> the draft is uh, a, a long time away, man. Yeah, I mean, you got who knows what's going to happen months. up until then. Oh, no, wait. We only got... Uh, it's going to be at the end of April. So. Yeah. So, yeah. That's going to do it for us. Uh, hopefully, you'll be listening to this show on iTunes, man. That's that's the plan. Is to load We're going to be trying to get it out, man. Yeah, yeah. We want to start this week? Well, we're going to try. 
And if we don't, then, then forget what I just said. Forget <laughs> it. We'll, we'll, we'll update just you. We'll update yeah. it. We'll let you know. But uh, yeah, we want to thank you for tuning in. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. For Rick, for Fredo, I'm Mike. Uh, thanks for listening, and tune in next week. We'll try and do better. Thank you. Adios. Bye. Bye.